This morning I woke up, I logged into Alien Worlds to mine my Trillium, and what did I find but an error message telling me that I had run out of CPU power on the WAX blockchain. So I wasn't really sure what was going on here, and I realized that other people may be having the same issue. So in today's video, I want to explain the three resources that you need to operate on the WAX network, including CPU, RAM, and NET. Hey everyone and welcome. This is the Part-Time Economist and in today's video we're going to be talking about the three resources that you need to operate on the WAX blockchain. Now these are NET, CPU, and RAM. And this is something that's a little bit different from people coming from other blockchains. So if you're from Bitcoin Cash or Ethereum, you know that anytime you have a transaction fee, you pay in Bitcoin Cash. If you have a transaction fee on Ethereum, you pay your gas with Ethereum. And it's a little bit different because when we're talking about WAX, we need different resources to complete different tasks. So I've very briefly want to explain what different resources do and then after that I want to show you how to know when you're out of a resource as well as what to do when you do run out so that you can keep operating on the network. So the first thing is that net. Now net is basically the total capacity of the WAX network and this is an important resource. It does matter but in reality there's been very few situations where I have even come close to running out of this. So it's important. It's something that I'll show you how to get more of if you need it but for the vast majority of cases it's really not a limiting factor. Second is CPU and RAM. Now CPU is the ability to carry out transactions. So if you think about your personal computer, your CPU takes inputs, does a process on them, and then sends them as outputs. And on the WAX blockchain it's the same thing, but you're basically paying for computer the CPU time of the blockchain CPU, if that makes sense. So when you're interacting with a smart contract, when you're claiming Trillium, different things like that, that's when you're using CPU. The more intensive a task is, the more CPU that you're going to need to use. RAM is storing default states in a blockchain. So if I'm creating a non-fungible token, if I'm storing a character on a decentralized application, I'm going to need RAM to store those things. So that's just a general overview of what each different components do. Now I want to show you how to track this, how to manage this, and what to do if you start running low on certain resources. So the first thing I want to point out is there's really two separate ways of managing your resources on WAX. Either way is fine. Um, some people may prefer one way over another. The first way is simply logging into your all access dashboard on your WAX wallet here and clicking on the right hand side you will see that we have resources. Now currently we've staked five WAX to CPU. Net we've staked one and we do not have any staked to RAM. So this just shows you how much resources you have. Now if you're wondering how much you need for something the simple answer is that the application that you're trying to interact with will tell you if you don't have enough. So if I'm trying to create a non-fungible token and I don't have enough it will let me know that I don't have enough. It will give me an error message. If I'm trying to interact with Alien Worlds and I need more CPU, it will tell me that I need more CPU. But it's cool to have this dashboard to be able to track these things anyway. The second way is going to waxblock.io. And if we type in the public address jjcaw.wam, it will take us to our account and show us the different amount of assets that we're using. So whether you run into an error message or you simply want to buy more of an asset, you can do either operation using inter either interface. So with this, I'll show you how to get CPU and then on the other one, I'll show you how to buy more RAM. So the important thing that I want to point out here is that there's a difference between CPU and RAM. So remember that I said CPU, we are acting interacting with these smart contracts. Now CPU and NET are replenishable resources. I like to consider them renewables because 
you have a certain amount of CPU that you can use for each amount of wax that you have staked. If you start running low, all you really have to do is back off on your transactions and that will slowly recharge over time. So they're renewable resources. On top of that, let's suppose you're doing a lot of in-game experiences and then you stop playing a game. You don't really need to interact. At that point, you can unstake your wax from CPU from net. You can get that back. So not only are they renewable resources, but they're also resources that you can recover the cost of achieving them. On the flip side with RAM, we are storing a default state on the blockchain and because we want that state, that NFT, that character, we want that to be permanent, that must be paid for with WAX. Once you spend WAX on that, you can't recover the WAX, it's gone forever, and you'll also see that your RAM basically doesn't recharge in the same way that CPU and Net does. But in either case, let's suppose that we're trying to create an NFT and we don't have enough RAM. The easy way to do this is simply come to our resources. We're going to select RAM and then let's go with one wax. We will buy more RAM. Now what you'll notice is that we currently have 49 kilobytes. So we'll click buy. The transaction will be a success. And one thing I will tell you is it does take this dashboard a little bit longer to update than it does on wax blocks. Oh, wow, that was pretty quick. When I did the video earlier, it took a little bit longer, but you can see we've moved from 49 to 56 kilobytes of RAM. So the, the process on wax blocks is very similar, very intuitive as well. You simply log in, you can click up here. There'll be a button to log in with your wallet. And then we're going to go to wallet and we want to either buy and sell RAM, and again, this is what I'm pointing out, the difference between RAM is a one-time purchase and staking CPU net is more of a transitory phase. So we already bought RAM, the process would be the exact same, but on this example, I wanna show you how to stake for CPU. So all we have to do is enter the amount of wax that we want to stake, and you can see that we're currently sitting at 17.39 milliseconds of processing time. Once we go ahead and click stake, it's going to upgrade us so that we'll basically be allotted more CPU processing time on the network. If we want to interact with more contracts, we want to play more games, we can see that we've moved up to 17.78 milliseconds. So a little bit more CPU time there for us. Obviously we still have the RAM and then like I said, you really aren't going to run into a lot of situations where you need a whole lot of net. It's, it's just never been an issue for me. If you do need it, you have the ability to get it as well simply by staking here, uh, but I really don't need to do that in this example. Now, like I said, with the CPU and the net, they are a recoverable resource. So let's suppose you've been playing Alien Worlds, you've been playing all of these games, and then you kind of stop for a while. Well, you have the ability to recover that simply by going to unstake, and we enter the account name, so that's obviously gonna be our public key and we can enter the amount of that we want to unstake. So one CPU worth of wax, and it will unstake that for us. Now, one thing I do wanna point out is that this unstaking won't happen immediately. It will take a little bit of time, but it is possible to unstake that to return it to your wallet balances. One thing that I do wanna show you, and this is just a cool example here, we can see that we're currently at 2.7 milliseconds of processing time that we've used on the network. What I'm gonna do, I'm gonna to go to Alien Worlds. I'm going to do a quick mining experiment just to see if that can influence and show us how that CPU works in real time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to mine on this planet. And again, this probably won't take hardly any CPU at all. I'm just really trying to show you that different effects have different usage on CPU. So we're gonna do mine, which is a CPU intensive task. And remember that we were sitting at that 7.2 milliseconds worth of CPU that we've used. Hopefully this will at least bump us up to 7.3 so that you all can see that this task does in indeed consume that CPU power. And then Alien Worlds, if we go back here, we're gonna go ahead and claim that Trillium and 
Right now we're sitting at 4.24 milliseconds worth of CPU that has been used. And then we can see that we have mined and claimed at that 1.50 trillion. And then what I want to show you is that if we go back here to my Wax account and refresh that, we're going to see that we have indeed used a couple milliseconds worth of CPU. And then to show you an example of consuming RAM, what I want to show you is that right now we have about 16.38 kilobytes worth of RAM consumed. I'm going to go to my page here on Atomic Hub and what I'm going to do is I'm going to create an NFT. So we're going to go to this card collection here. We're simply going to create a basic NFT. Now I already have a lot of these. They're really not anything that are valuable. They're just kind of things I create for the YouTube channel. But specifically, I wanted to show you that it is going to consume that RAM when we create a new NFT. So right now we're using 16.4 kilobytes. So I'm going to go to mint new asset and I'm going to create it off the jungle worlds NFT creation video. And I'm going to go ahead and create 10 of these confirm. And then remember that we were sitting at 16.38 kilobytes of RAM. And if we refresh this page, we will now see that we are sitting at 17.86. So that shows you that you do indeed use a little bit of that RAM creating those NFTs. And I think it's good because you can actually see the purpose of why you need certain resources. So RAM is for creating things, for storing default values in the blockchain. And so that's just a really general overview of the different resources that you need to operate on the WAX blockchain. And like I said, it doesn't have to be really complicated because if you run into an issue where you don't have enough of an asset, it will let you know that you don't have enough. That being said, the process for getting more assets is relatively simple as well. Once you get that wax, you simply have to stake it to get that CPU and those net resources, or if you want RAM, you do have to purchase that. So. Either way, it's a relatively simple process that you can do either through waxblocks.io or through that all access wax dashboard. So completely your choice, completely whatever works for you. But I hope you found this video useful. If you have any other questions regarding the wax blockchain, alien worlds, anything like that, be sure to leave them down in the comments. I'm not an expert with wax, but I do have a little bit of familiarity with it. So if you got anything that you don't understand, I'd be more than happy to try and help walk you through it so that we can come to a solution and help you enjoy operating on the wax blockchain or playing alien world. So as always, I'd like to thank you for watching. I hope you enjoyed the video and I'll see you next time.